Welcome to the Dear Life Coach Podcast, where real people get coached on real issues just using made-up names. I'm your host and your coach, Joshua Wright. Welcome back to the Dear Life Coach Podcast. I have an update for Sarah. For the listeners, Sarah was the person who was struggling with her guilt for cutting off a relationship with someone who was a lover, a friend, someone she could count on for support and provide support to. So I checked in with Sarah and I, she told me that she's just holding strong to her commitment for herself. Her friend is still struggling with depression and issues, but for her own health, she is still waiting to reconnect to that friend and to that lover. So Sarah, we are here for you and thinking about you as you continue to stay with your commitment. This week's session is with Bentley. Bentley is someone who has experienced success in multiple areas of his life, but can't seem to hold himself accountable. He wants to hold himself accountable to succeed in this new business venture. And he mentioned it being easier to tell friends and family that he didn't start the venture than saying that he failed in the business. Here's the reality. The quickest way to fail in life is to quit or to never start at all. When I say fail, I mean you're failing yourself for not knowing your power, you're failing others by depriving them of your talents and their possible growth, and you're failing every other person that might learn from your lessons that are learned along the way. Now, this is the session that's a sign for you to just get started. Don't hold yourself back, just push yourself forward. If you wanna be on the Dear Life Coach podcast, all you need is a real issue, made up name, and to email me, joshua at vpcoachinggroup.com. Well, well, Bentley, thank you so much for being on the Dear Life Coach podcast today. It's an honor to have you here. Uh, we talked briefly beforehand, you're a veteran, so thank you for your service uh, and being here with me today. Oh, you're welcome. America's worth it. I, I really enjoyed I, I got in for four years and I stayed for 27. I never would have imagined that, but it was such an exciting experience. Well, well thank you very much. Um, obviously, we're here to coach, and I would love just to know a little bit more about how I can support you today. Yeah, what I'm working on is uh, I've been really successful in the military career and reached the rank of colonel. I've been really successful um, even in my consulting. I was with a major consulting company and did very well worked on several big projects. And uh, so now I'm, I'm running two of my own companies. One is a company uh, helping military in transition. And we've got 91 alumni in three years. We got 57 in the program. We're having a huge impact, great testimonies. And we're getting going, but I'm trying to bring that over to the for-profit side and help non-military and build a program that I can use to help them. So many people caught in the great recession, great resignation and 71% of those say, I wish I wouldn't have resigned. You know, I didn't think about what I really wanted. So I'm building that in. And I think there's kind of a fear of success almost of, you know, I'm gonna be successful in a whole different area than what I was in the military or consulting. And I'm trying to figure out what what's holding me back because sometimes I'm not taking those actions that I need to be taking. Yeah, totally. First off, from what I know about you, you've obviously achieved a lot of success, which is amazing, right? You've proven you have a history of proof, but it does it's not unusual to have a sort of fear of success when you've been so successful in 
what's the only way up? What's the only way when you've been successful? Seems mm-hmm. like it's down, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the fear. So I hear that coming from you as well. Mm-hmm. When you talk about the nonprofits, the military in transition, right? What What's the for-profit work? Well, it's going to be the same thing. It's uh, <clears throat> what I really find is it's three things. When when people start looking for a job, when they're frustrated, so I'll focus on the non-military. When they f- are frustrated in the job they're in, they don't always stop to think, why am I frustrated? They just know they're frustrated. So they immediately start looking for a new job. And what do you do when you start looking for a new job is you start writing a resume and you start putting everything you've done in the resume. And one of the, one of the questions I always get is, um, I don't know what to write, but it, it's because they don't know what they're shooting for. You know, they don't open up the newspaper and say, what job do I want to do? They open the paper up and say, what job can I do? Mm-hmm. And that's a whole different question, right? Um, so I'm trying to take them back to, let's figure out what you really want to do. What's your skills? What's your interests? What's your passions? What's your, your strengths? What's the stories behind you? For me, since the fifth grade, I wanted to work environmental. I wanted to clean America's waters. The very first Earth Day in March of 19, I think it was April of 1970. I was in fifth grade. I knew that's what I wanted to do. And that led me into greater things. And I want to, I, I found if I can really get down with people, I can find that story that helps them go forward. And so there's a huge passion there. But to yeah. me, I know this is the right path, um, but there's something that's holding me back from, from really. Yeah, you know, I'm hearing, I'm hearing that you, you talk about your clients saying, you know, they don't stop to think about why they're frustrated. And, and you mentioned this fear of success. In what way are you frustrated in your current journey? Uh, I know what I need to do, but I'm not taking those actions. I'm letting I'm letting myself be busy with a lot of other things. Maybe I'm too busy, and I'm not blocking aside. You know, I'm, I'm saying I, I need 20 hours a week for this for-profit company. I need to do these things, and I let the other things that have suspenses um, because other people are relying on me they become the priority and not really where I want to go. I'm hearing, I'm hearing a little bit of a change there from fear of success to a, a, a frustration with prioritization. That could be part of it. I've, I've really been a little bit. prioritization. I've been, I've been taking a lot of things out of my schedule. I've dropped several accountability groups. I've dropped different activities. I've dropped, I was on several boards. I dropped out of those all to create the space for me, I've even dropped another coach. I said, I, I think I'm getting coaching here. I don't need another coach. I, I need that time. And but it's right. it's uh, so I've so I've worked the priorities. It's just I'm not scheduling it or holding to the schedule. So it may be more of that kind of priority scheduling thing. But I think there's something behind the reason why I'm not doing that. Yeah, where do you, where do you feel like you're dropping the ball? The uh, it's the the physical answer is blocking my schedule, but it's in holding myself accountable to blocking the schedule, right? Letting letting other things have the priority. Yeah, when 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 you know that you have to do something, right? You put it on, you know, you're going to put it on the schedule. What what's going through your head that actually just stops you? Good question. 
it's probably the other suspenses, you know, like this morning I woke up and I was going to go to the gym, but I had something I was supposed to get done last night. I didn't do it. So I had to get it done first thing this morning. <clears throat> and, uh, and it just kind of worked through my whole day in terms of changing the scheduling. So certain things had to drop off. And unfortunately, it's the non suspense things that drop off, which is it's easy to drop off my own company. Um, but I just I've gone through this a while now and, and pulled things out and tried to work the blocking of schedule. And, I, and I'm doing pretty good at scheduling things and priorities. I'm, I'm pretty clear on what I want to do. It's just when I when I need to sit down and map out the 18 on-demand courses that I've already got written out, subjects to, I've outlined them. It's It's now taking them to the next level. There's almost something inside of me. It's like the fear of writing a book, right? Mm -hmm. so who really, am I really the expert to write this book? Mm -hmm. Am I really the right person? Um, I have a couple of books in mind. I've, I've mapped them out a little bit. And, uh, but again, that's that, am I the right person? It's almost like imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. And I've studied on that and done a few lectures on that. And, and that is real itself as well. Yeah, in fact, we're going back to I, from your words. I can hear you going back to that fear of success, right? Like maybe I'm not going to succeed, right? Yeah, and I, is and that I, what? And I think it's it's the fear of my friends and peers knowing I'm going off in a different direction, and if I don't make this a success, it's easier to say I didn't do it than to say I tried it and failed, which is kind of fear of failure. But mm -hmm. um, if I move forward, I had some people actually tell me like coaching business, because I'm a coach, you know, um, people will really pay for that. It's like, yeah, I mean, executives pay huge dollars for that. I mean, it, it advances them. The payoff is incredible. And uh, as I've talked to different people that are my peers, I don't get that, that they're not interested, right? They're not interested in leadership training. They're not interested in, in coaching. They don't see the value of it. <clears throat> Either I'm not selling it right or or, or something. I, I know when I left the military, I was really good on leadership, but where I'm at now through other programs has taken me far beyond what I knew in the military. And there's the military directive leadership and there's the civilian participative leadership. And I've led youth groups and other event, other things where you have to lead volunteers. And that's a whole different type of leadership. I, I bring that experience with me versus just the military style of leadership so uh i'm not afraid of being different but it's almost that fear yeah. of of i'm going to be successful in another area it has me holding back but again it, it, through your words i'm hearing now a sort of a, a thought that maybe you don't have enough value or you're not offering value so i want to ask you what value do you think this this for-profit non-military venture provides Great question. <clears throat> the value, the value in going back and understanding truly what you want to do. I mean, 65, they say 65 to 85% of people are disengaged at work. And if you're disengaged at work, either actively disengaged or passively, then that means that you're just coming to work, doing what you're told, almost hiding from other work, um, slow rolling things. You're just not, you're not actively seeking solutions and and, and more work to solve problems. <clears throat> um, 
So they, they've estimated that's a $1 trillion impact annually per year across the globe. And uh, so I've studied that. And by helping people really focus on the value of what I want to teach is by focusing in on what you really want to do, you, you jump out of bed. And when I use the word, three words, inspired, motivated, and energized, and they are kind of different. So being inspired to, to go take tackle the work that's before you that you really want to get to, like me when I was in fifth grade, clean the environment. You know, as I, as I was in the Air Force and I had the opportunity to do a whole bunch of neat things, I couldn't wait to get up in the morning. And I was so inspired to find the solution. I was motivated to plug my nose to the grindstone and make it happen. And I was energized because at the end of the day, no matter what happened, I felt like I'd moved the ball just a little bit more farther forward and done something significant. So inspired, motivated, energized. And I want people to feel that satisfaction, not the, oh, wow, look how slow the clock is ticking all day long. I feel like it's the end of the day and it's just now the coffee break in the morning at nine o'clock. Oh my God, this is going to be a long day. <clears throat> I think I think that's the value. And by, by understanding what you truly want to do, that focuses everything else, right? Who do I network with to validate what I want to do? Who do I network with to get connections? How do I write my resume? How do I write my LinkedIn profile? What stories do I tell in my interview? All of that comes from the first part. So I think there's incredible value. And the end result of that is, is we're going to lower that 65% of disengaged. The, the listeners can't see, but I, I love sharing about body language. And I, I mean, you're inspiring me just by the excitement that I feel coming through the screen, right? And so you already have this motivation, inspiration, and energy, energy with you. And so if you're going to provide that to other people, and you tell people in your family, in your close, close circle, I've started this business, I'm providing inspiration, motivation, energy to people, but it failed after six months. How does that feel if you fail after six months of providing motivation, inspiration, and energy to a group of people? I'm not used to failing. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you fail, you fail along the path to success, right? You're always, you always try something and it doesn't work and you, you, and, I, and I'm good at figuring out. In fact, my, my partner in my nonprofit this morning says, you know, one thing I really value about you is when you, you're thinking through a situation, you're always continue to seek to find the way that will work because certain ways don't work and you keep finding the way that works so i'm, I'm used to that I'm, I'm good at that um but i'm not used to giving up there was a there was a dream i had all goes back to 1970 interestingly enough 24th of december 1970 dallas cowboys beat the detroit lions five to nothing up till that point i really wasn't a football fan but my dad was a we're from michigan I grew up in Wisconsin, but I was born in Michigan, so I'm a Lions fan. But that was kind of where it started. I had a dream of being an NFL football player. And I walked on. I went, I went through. I would, I played YMCA football in eighth grade. I played high school. I was all conference in football. I walked on at the University of Wisconsin. I made the team. And I got an F on my third econ exam. And I walked off the team, thinking I was going to go back, and I never did. And, uh, and that was probably my first experience of quitting and I didn't like it it's always left a negative impression on me um, I justified it because now I could spend that time being the environmental engineer I wanted to be and unfortunately in 1982 when I graduated there was a recession in Reagan's first term so I didn't there was no corporate jobs I had 454 letters on my graduation day 
from companies saying, thank you, but we're not hiring right now. We'll keep your resume on file. Nobody ever contacted me again. It was like two and a half feet high. And uh, so I found another path. I found the Air Force and I, and I, it just, I just loved it. I got to do really incredible things. Um, so I'm not used to failing. So if I, if, if I can't do this, um, it's going to impact me personally. I'm, I'm going to have a, a negative feeling of myself and uh, that I that I let other people down, that I didn't do what I could do to solve this problem. I'm very much about serving. So, so first, first and foremost, I knew there was a reason I like you. I have a house and family in Michigan, so that's why I like you. Um, but, but, but having heard your story just now, right? You said everybody fails on the path to success. Can I offer that back to you in just a little bit of a reframe? Please. Everybody learns lessons on the path to success. Ah, that's good. Right. And the reason I offer that is because I don't think failure necessarily shows what you're talking about, right? You're talking about learning lessons and you're not a person to fail because you always take that and move forward with it, right? Yep. So with that thought, you can use I or everyone, everyone learns lessons on the path to success. I want you to put that hat on. I like that because it gives me a different frame of perspective. <clears throat> I went out to a conference last week um, in Vegas to really kind of energize me and give me, I'm, a, I'm an SC disc personality, which is very teamwork collaborative, but very analytical. Yep. And I've got to have the numbers and, the, and the, the strategies and the actions behind it. So now they, that plan has been able to give me, it's like, it's like taking my, Here's my year goal of money, breaking it down to how many, you know, based upon the dollar value of each one, how many, how many sales I got to have, that's how many offers I got to make, that's how many contacts I got to make, that's how many contacts I have to have a day. And that now gives me the energy to say, this is what I got to do in a day. This is what I got to plug into my schedule. How long is this going to take me? What's the script I use? And that's that analytical C part of my personality is I now have a way through this. And, I think and, that's and what, what I'm hearing too is that if something doesn't go the way that you think it's going to go on any given day, that's not failure, right? That's a lesson that you've learned, <clears throat> right? And that doesn't mean that failure is next step, right? I think that's the fear is the fear is that failure is the next step. But in fact, it's just another lesson that's coming to you. So when you put on that hat, everyone le learns lessons on a path to success. How does that make you feel? Takes the pressure off. Hmm. Takes the pressure off of any one day not meeting that target. I, when you said that, immediately, I, back in 2014, I realized I was about 25 pounds overweight <clears throat> and I needed to lose weight. And somebody introduced me to my fitness pal. And I very clearly regimented, I mean, every piece of chocolate I put into that new system <clears throat> to track my calories. And I was working out and I lost weight very fast. I was, I was amazed how fast it came off. But there was days when I went to a restaurant that I overate my daily calorie. And I just said, okay, it, what is what it is. I'm going to compensate through the next week. And by the end of the week, I'll be back. The week, I'll be back below my full target. And it, it worked. I mean, I was, I was, 
So I, I guess the, the application there is if I need to make 50 calls a day and I make 40 through the rest of the week, I need to pick up 10. Right. So by the end of the week, I have 250 calls, whatever that number is. I'm just picking a number. So yeah. it, it reframes it and kind of gives me a, I may fail this week. My I may fail today, but I'm not failing this week. I'm still moving it forward. And I love that you've already actually already lived this lesson before when it comes to the weight loss, right? So you have proof that it works for you. That's right. And this is just going to be another story that you get to share to the listeners on another coaching session, right? Back in 2023, I thought I was going to fail and now I'm a success. Yeah. Right? Another story. In the, in the conference last week is how many people talked about, you know, how they... They started a business, almost went, almost went bankrupt, and now they're making tens and twenties and hundreds of millions of dollars. But it was yeah. that experience slogging through the mud to get it organized and moving forward. And I think that's what yeah. resonated and inspired me. So, so not only do you have success in actual leadership positions, you also have success in just your own ventures as well in the past. So you have a history of success that I have no doubt that you're going to take each day as a new lesson. And balance sort of ultimately balance out to where you want to go yeah so knowing you having like this that. new thought go ahead no i said i like that thank you keep going yeah of course. now with, with so with that new thought i just want to know what action you're going to take next to sort of push yourself forward um <clears throat> well, i think i already know what the actions are. So it's like um, number of contacts per day, right? Um, so the first thing is to start, I'm, I'm sending out X number of Facebook contacts per day. I'm, I'm trying to get my name out by doing some of these podcast interviews. I'm, I'm you know, five a day. I want to do 15 Facebook invites a day. I want to do five podcasts, you know, offer myself up five a day. So I can do 52 this year, um, but it's getting my name out. But then it's also, um, working through my scripts and working through the on-demand courses so that when I have people that I sell into that I've got a path into the program. And that's probably right now where I'm I'm holding back because I don't have that path yet. So as I get- so what, sale, What's your next step on that path then? What's your next step on that path with the courses? Course number one. You've got to start with number one. I'm going to write out, draft course number one, script it and video it. So I have the, the next step for them to go into. Thank you. Thank you for detailing that down. The next yeah. course. I think that will give me the impetus to put somebody in it. Because it's tough. Yeah. It's tough to sell something when you don't have somebody to, something to put them into. And all I have to do as I develop it is just stay ahead of them. As I'm developing, I've already outlined it. So I just need that first one done. So I can immediately say, here's the video. Listen to this. And we're going to get on this call this week. And then next week, I'll have another video for you. Exactly. And don't forget that you already have a history of success professionally and personally when it comes to that. So with that, I just before we sign off, I just want to get your biggest takeaway from today's session. Oh, the reframing was easy. easy was the was the perfect thing was, you know, everyone learns lessons on the path to success. And, and you, you brought it back to me that I've done that. And I've heard other people do that. And as long as I'm marching forward, I'm never quitting. Um, it's just a, it's just the path to path to success.
I, I shared with you, you know, during the reconstruction in Iraq before we jumped on here. And uh, how many days we took two or three steps backwards. We had to deobligate contracts. We had to, to redo whole things because it was the environment. But we kept saying, here's the big, here's the big, um, we're trying to get to this goal. So yeah. we're gonna we're gonna have some setbacks, but we're gonna keep moving forward. We're gonna keep finding that path forward. And that's what you just energized me to do with the reframing. And, and Bentley, the quickest way to fail is to quit. Yes. Right. The quickest way to fail is to quit. So thank you again, Bentley, for being on today's episode of uh, Dear Life Coach Podcast. I look forward to hearing the, the success that you bring to your clients on both the nonprofit and the for-profit side. So I look forward to awesome. next time. It's going to be awesome. God blessed, man. It's going to be, a, he's blessing me. and I'm going to just keep charging as he leads me. That's great. That's awesome. Well, again, thank you very much, Bentley. Thank you. That's it for this week's session of Dear Life Coach Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you want to know more about coaching, feel free to visit my website at vpcoachinggroup.com. And if you yourself want to be on the Dear Life Coach Podcast to get a little bit of free coaching, just using a made-up name, feel free to email me at joshua at vpcoachinggroup.com.